Welcome to another episode of What You Spin In. This is episode 58. We're here in the new snake pit. Not in a, not an insane asylum. Um, <laughs> that is a door. We're not completely padded in. No. Uh, no. Uh, we're in Jake's new pad. Thanks for having us over, man. Nice place. Yes. Nice place. Yes. Yeah, thank y'all for coming over. Yeah, for sure. How we how we doing today, boyos? Doing great. Hell yeah. Saturday, sunny day. Football mm-hmm. started. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, can't ask for much more, but you got more because we're going to talk about great music. Exactly. So let's go ahead and just fucking. Anybody got anything they want to talk about, or should we just go right on into it? Um, no. No? Let's jump in. All right, let's, let's jump, jump in. in. Let's go ahead. Jacob, hit me. Yeah, so 2019, uh, Michael Kiwanuka Kiwanuka was my pick. Um, it's some soul, some funk. Um, one of my favorite albums of the year at that time. It was really, I was getting more into like soul music and funk. Same year that Black Puma's album came out. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, Duran Jones also dropped an album that year. So a lot of good soul music coming out for that year. But definitely one of my favorites. I knew you guys would like it. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'll let you guys speak for yourselves. What do you guys think about it? What are y'all thoughts? Start us off, it's sir. Okay. This was... Um... <clears throat> classic case of don't judge uh, an album by its cover type of thing mm-hmm. uh, I know Matt you used that joke for years which is also very true but this one I I don't know it was, it was a lot more of the soulful thing because I think in the moment I like didn't hear that you had said like soul funk type stuff mm-hmm. I don't I didn't like fully hear what you said and I was like okay and like just the cover he's wearing like you know a weird ass shirt I was like oh this is gonna be yeah. like funky reggae like hell yeah and then I was like <laughs> Not even remotely close, hell yeah. <laughs> but it was a pleasant surprise. The guy fucking shreds one on the guitar. He's got a beautiful voice. The production throughout, you know, there's use of like filters on every, on a bunch of stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of, it kind of goes all over the place. You know, it starts off pretty strong with uh, You Ain't the Problem. But then there's like soft piano shit, like Piano Joint, which is one of yeah. my favorite songs on it. I was I was very surprised, you know, and I I loved it from the from the get. I'm in the same boat as Matt when we were talking off cam. I want to I'm trying to find this too. Mm-hmm. I was literally listening to it this morning. I was like, God yeah. damn it! I was like, I used to have Matt's pick. I already got to get that one again. I was like, and now I got to get Jake's for this week. I was like, God damn it! I was like, this shit slaps. But <laughs> it's good overall. It was fantastic. Yeah, loved it. It's rare for me to have like such an appreciation right away for an artist and this one just for me was like boom from the opening track yes all the way through the album it had like a gospel feel to it mm-hmm. you know i've been days you know the lord said to me that whole chorus and yeah. melody is so inspiring for and me and i'm sure for a lot of other people too but this is an incredible album um and it doesn't just yes. stop there with that song there's other tracks on there like uh hard to say goodbye mm-hmm. uh, rolling the way it starts off um it really hooks you like that first song it like it's not too you know upbeat but mm-hmm. it is like just enough to be like oh i wonder what the rest of this is going to be it like literally puts its hooks in you early mm-hmm. and then you're just by the end of it you're like what the hell like what was yeah. that kind of you know journey that we just went on and because it does it's very you know you're right that one of the highlights of the album for me is within the first three tracks mm-hmm. and then so it's fantastic i love when an album can do that like mm-hmm. right off the jump it's like hey yeah you're hooked now motherfucker. 
<laughs> and this is a Danger Mouse production. Yeah, and yeah. He, he plays he plays instruments on some of the tracks too, which mm -hmm. I think is really cool. Um, and I didn't even know that until I started looking into it last night. And I was like, what? Because I was just so focused on him as a musician. Yeah. Um, and I kind of went back to his uh, earlier catalog um, with his opening album. What was it? Uh, Home Again. Mm -hmm. That was huge, and that's soulful. It's, you know, it's so mm -hmm. good. Yeah. But this album is so great. So yeah. thank you for bringing it up and introducing me to this artist because yeah. I'll be looking for more of his stuff and trying to find, like Dorian said, trying to find this on vinyl somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure we will. <laughs> I like that you guys are so into it because definitely when I heard it, um, I thought it was super powerful for what it was. And mm -hmm. even now it holds up so well. It's almost been like five years that this came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, he's like all his other stuff too. It's really good. Uh, his second album, Love and Hate, I think, mm -hmm. is also really good probably his I'd say probably considered by most his best but okay. this one's just more recent and I feel like a lot easier to get into mm -hmm. very um, yeah. I knew you guys would like it because Matt texted me like right away like, <laughs> like Monday he was like <clears throat> fire emoji or something like he said like you really like this like mm -hmm. so I knew I'm like yeah it, like it was you guys were gonna like it but yeah it's it's uh it's super soulful super mm -hmm. funky too at some point mm -hmm. um the bass that you can hear all throughout it is really good Oh yeah, uh, and yeah, him playing guitar because he he's a guitarist and it's also really good. So. Yeah, who did I was looked up a little bit on him earlier in the past two weeks, and I can't remember who was he a guitarist for before he went solo. Wasn't he like a in he somebody's backing band? I think band? he was in a band. Yeah, I think he was in a band before. His vocals amazing too. I mean, yeah, his range and like the gospel vibe he gives, like I was saying earlier, is just he goes everywhere and he delivers everywhere when he does it. So mm -hmm. it's like I said, he inspires with his voice. Yeah, no, I and not only that too, but like Dorian was saying, the production on it, mm -hmm. the the more that I listen to it, I can tell that it was you know like mastered really well and carried yes. really well because yeah, yeah, you hear those sound effects, you mm -hmm. hear like lowering of the tone of the mm -hmm. instrument so his voice comes out more in some songs mm -hmm. and even with like piano joint you hear how it just sounds so clean like mm -hmm. so filtered like yeah. the sound of the piano it's um, the engineering on it's fucking top notch yeah, that yeah, was definitely. outside of the instrumentation you know the vocals and the songwriting and everything I was like Jesus this thing was mastered like mm -hmm. insanely well and yeah. it flows so well too like every song mm -hmm. kind of ends and rolls into each other yeah on every song it just snowballs into the end and then you know you get to light which I think is a beautiful way to wrap up the album mm -hmm. um, but yeah you know it's sometimes with an album <clears throat> and I think it's rare for this genre in particular is to have one where cover to cover it just flow it just mm -hmm. once it starts it's just on you know uh, so that you know even across any album that kind of has that trait there will be something that breaks it up and I didn't really notice that with this you know it's just straight through I liked that it had kind of it would have an interlude that was just like short and then it would have a song right after it that was like a callback to it you know mm -hmm. that was just like a oh here's introduce this theme or this idea whatever from like a strictly you know like music composition standpoint it's like introduce this idea and then elaborate on it right afterward mm -hmm. I thought that was a really good way to do that and then it won like uh, Mercury Prize Award. Oh shit! Yeah, Twenty. I did read that. Yeah. I think it's like a like a British award. Yeah, because he's British. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And I just looked it up. He was the guitarist for Adele back in oh, like 2011. Wow. That's where he got his start. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. I knew it was a band. I I didn't know it was that. That's cool. That's cool. When I looked him up, I was like, it was some pop star or something. I was like, I couldn't remember who it was, but yeah, fucking Adele, which is Damn. wild. That's bananas that you get that. 
Like that's your start, and then you're like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna go solo. And then you put out badass a badass record like this. And if mm-hmm. you guys are hyping up the other yeah. stuff he's put out, I'll definitely have to check it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's a wild leap to me, you know, to be like, oh, yeah, one of the is. biggest pop stars, I'm her guitarist, and then I'm gonna mm-hmm. put out just an award winning fucking soul funky kind of album. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Yeah. What? Dang, how did you? That's wild. Where the fuck did you find him? Mm-hmm. Uh, I found this online, kind of the same way I stumbled across Duran Jones gotcha through, like the record label but it was kind of the same because I was like really into soul and funk at the time uh, okay. so this had also come out that same year as Black Pumas oh, and I really yeah. liked that album so I was like let me hear this let me see what this is like and I like this more than Black Pumas um, it's a yeah, lot more. I can I can agree. Yeah. Honestly, no. Personally, it's yeah. my, It's definitely my favorite. Out of not to not to you know say anything bad about Black Pumas. We covered. Oh no! We, also, yeah, super good. Yeah. Fantastic album. We covered it on here. We all all three of us loved it. But yeah, there's just something about this, yeah. you know, because it does have such a disparity between every song. Is you know, it's just mm-hmm. like it, one can make you feel up here, but it all around is just such a. It's just a feel good kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Even the songs that are a little bit you know slower and softer and shit. Uh, no, that's yeah, Jesus. Yeah, shout out the internet, man. <laughs> yeah, real. And then I saw it in person. Uh, I think it might have been the same time that I got around the same time for sure that I got the Black Pumas album. Mm. So I had to have both. Oh yeah, but more than anything, this one because it I drew a lot more into it um, just off the funky mm-hmm. side of it, and even the soulful ones like Piano Joint. Um, another song that. I don't mention a lot is it's one of the interludes I think it's the interlude to Hero going into Hero mm-hmm. and then you hearing that song and it's just like the interludes in the beginning like the part one to the part twos like just build up to it so well yeah that you hear the song and then you're like okay that's like my favorite song like Piano Joint yeah it was exactly it's in my like top that. three yeah yeah so I I loved everything about this album I'm glad you guys liked it oh yeah it's fucking um, amazing I think I had seen this like you a couple of times that we've hung out it's been like where I could see it or on like your mm-hmm. Discogs catalog and I was always like yeah the fuck and it's got like you know the old classic like 70s style mm-hmm. font and everything I was like oh yeah. that's like something from eons ago yeah <laughs> and it's like no this is actually like five years old <laughs> oh, right. yeah fuck me then <laughs> like you said when you started never judge, judge an album by its kind right of yeah. but that's and that's like kind of the cool thing about this you know yeah. about you know this whole thing fucking formula we have is that you get something like that or you get something absolutely insane looking like fucking your album right. and you're like what is this and then you're like damn this is actually one of the better albums I've heard in you know a handful of years mm. so yeah I love that I'm, I always like being surprised and then that's also you know we've covered a lot of soul music on here like these newer soul bands that have come out and mm. you know since like 2015 and they fucking kill yeah. and they sound like it could have come out mm-hmm. 40 years ago or two years ago exactly they have that oldies feel mm-hmm. that oldies funk oldies like soul music yeah and you know to to mention the same two artists you did uh duran jones and black pumas that was like the main thing that we mm-hmm. got that we talked about when we covered them was like yeah. it's bananas that it sounds so and that's the same thing with this it has a little bit more of like a modern thing but barely but yeah, yeah it's like damn you could actually make a strong point that it was released either era Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Love it. Thank you for the introduction. Yeah, yeah. Do we have uh, any closers? I would just say yeah. Dive into his other stuff. Yeah, for the viewers and for everybody. Yeah, yeah everybody. I mean, it's just very 
uh, I think the earlier stuff's a little bit more soulful. This is a little bit more like jumpy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it all sounds great. Yeah. Jumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of a good word. No, that wasn't a, that wasn't no it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, you're right on yeah. the nose there. Yeah. Um, this is is this his most recent one or is this like kind yeah of, okay. yeah the love and hate I want to say that's what it's called came out a few years before it okay and then his first one home again uh, home yeah. again I think was early 2010s okay that's so I could be wrong but that's just what I think mm-hmm. definitely check him don't out. Fa- don't fact check me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't don't wrong. play me up yeah <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. <sighs> Uh, if you guys would like, I, we can get into top threes. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything. I don't have anything further unless y'all. Yeah. Do, so. Okay. Let her eat. Top three honorable mention: uh, Piano Joint. Yep. It could have been in my top three, but I have a like just, they rotate all the, every time I listen to this album. It's mm-hmm. something different. We'll revisit it in a week. Yeah. And then he'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, piano Joint uh, number three. I'm gonna go Hero. Uh, you ain't the problem for number two, and then rolling uh, as the first one. But yeah, those first three songs are like yeah, starting the album off like that. You're super yeah, strong. what yeah. am I listening to? This is amazing. Right. Yeah. I'll go next. Honorable mentions for me: I've been dazed and light. Uh, really like those two. We went over. I've been dazed. I mentioned light. Uh, I feel like that was a really strong finish to it. Uh, it wrapped it up perfectly didn't really leave you wanting more but you wouldn't have been pissed if there was uh number three for me piano joint uh it goes without saying number two you ain't the problem great way to get the hooks in you to start the album and the number one final days that drum track for me i don't know what it was that the drums on that like that whole song all together is just very nice kind of smooth yeah oh, yeah uh, for me honorable mention was light um and then three two one that rolling uh, hard to say goodbye and then I've been dazed and then that song I just kept playing over and over and over and over <laughs> hell yeah so, fuck yeah again thank you Good absolutely yeah. yeah thank you thank you that was Kiwanuka by Michael Kiwanuka released in 2019 which was Jake's pick for this week fantastic shit go ahead check it out if you haven't if you sure. don't you're stooge anyway <laughs> we'll be right back to talk about my pick for this week this is what you spin in episode 58 We are back with what you spin in episode 58 to talk about my pick for this week. Uh, this is For Emma Forever Ago by Boney Bear, released in 2008, his debut album. Uh, fantastic shit. I love it. Used to not be able to play this album on my old record player because that thing was a hunk of shit because this is warped as fuck. If it were a frisbee, you ain't getting much, you ain't getting much out of it, okay? Uh... But anywho, I'll uh, I'll shut the hell up for a minute. What did y'all think? So did you did you find it on the floor somewhere when you bought it originally? Is that why it's all worked? <laughs> no, I bought it in Salem. I like went up to Salem for a day, checked out a record store there, and drove home. Oh, this is the record that was in the back of your. Oh. Yeah, and it was in my back seat because I like I put it in the shade, and then by the time I got on I five, I was in a different like the sun was hitting that spot perfectly, and so it just warped the fuck out of it. Because I was living upriver, oh. so it was like an hour and a half, hour, 45 minute drive of just yeah. direct sunlight, basically. Just melted it. Still plays. We played it, it earlier. I think it gives a character. For mm-hmm. How long have you had it then? Yeah. What the fuck? 
Uh, I've had it like eight, nine years. Yeah. 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 I've had it since 2015. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it adds to the theme of the record. It's a it very does, yeah. uh, melancholy record. It's very... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's got a tone that is set right away from the opening track. And I've never listened to the Bon Iver. I think I'm mm-hmm. saying that right. Hopefully. I believe so. Um, I used to say Bon Iver, and then people were like, bon, Don't you say that. <laughs> like, this guy. Nerd. <laughs> you get killed for that shit. <laughs> um, I was kind of taken back because I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting maybe some like bluegrass, folky kind of mm-hmm. a little bit up, more upbeat. And yeah. it was the opposite of that. And I like that kind of stuff. Me too. Um, it reminded me of Mimicking Birds a little bit. I knew. I was like, yeah. Matt's going to like this because it's like <laughs> not a sad. Lot. It's yeah. like sad Mimicking Birds, mm-hmm. which they're already sad, but it's like different kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like lonely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one's like Mimicking Birds is like heartbreak and loss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bony Bear, this album at least, is fucking just being, just loneliness. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole history behind this album and how it was recorded and yeah. like the the thought process that he was going through to make this album, going in the middle of a, uh, Wisconsin and his dad's cabin. Yeah, hunting his own food for yeah, like that's months. Yeah. Yeah. And then making this kind of music and these kind of songs and then kind of sitting on it for a while, I think. I don't think he released it mm-hmm. right away. Um, he had to have his, his friends like encouraged him to release That's crazy and for him not to want to do that right away it says a lot about I guess his character and he wanted to make sure it was just perfect I don't yeah. know but it, it sounds really good you know the way he did it so um, very cool music I like the instruments he uses I think there's a little bit of banjo in there oh yeah um, which I like hearing that anytime um, yeah, yeah. Well, there's, there's like a lot of like mythology at this point now with like the making of the album and everything mm-hmm. And it's it's nuts because yeah he like just went out in the wilderness and was like kind of going through a hard time and just almost dying. He had like yeah. mononucleosis yeah, and shit, yeah, like, like a liver infection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is kind of just says a lot for us as people. Like everyone feels like that at some point, and like yeah. you know we're going through some shit, you know. Yeah. But like music, that being a way to kind of find a way to heal yourself because um, that's what he did with this essentially like this really helped him out yeah with him making music and doing that as like a pastime like who knows what would have happened if you know like he didn't drop this or yeah I can guarantee like, you he it wouldn't have worked with Kanye West or yeah. yeah and everything that yeah exactly everything that came after it too mm-hmm. like he like him and his group like his band they got super popular and you know and they made more music and high rated charts and everything so yeah it definitely helped out a lot but just the music in itself like how mm. he expresses how he was feeling mm. at the time like is a lot more telling too than like the whole side of the story because mm. there's a lot to talk about with the making of it I'm sure like he's got to have stories of him you know like what he was going through and stuff because he's out in the wilderness for like three months like yeah, shit. just alone and shit. And then, like, one of his MacBooks took a shit, and he just buried it in the snow, and that was, like, what started this. Mm-hmm. Was he was like, I needed a new mindset or whatever, and so he buried the laptop. He didn't even try. He's like, fuck this. Yeah, buried it in the snow. had a bunch of songs on there, too, I think, yeah. right? It was all unfinished music from, like, prior to this whole thing. And so he's like, yep, fuck it. If I can't work on that, might as well start a whole new thing. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, this came out, like I said, this was his debut, and then since then, he just did a song with Beyonce on Travis Scott's new album. Yeah. He 
had a massive hand in the production of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye. He was on 808s and Heartbreaks, like, mm-hmm. all over the fucking... <laughs> Taylor Swift, like, everything yeah. he's doing, like, is, is super good. Um, and yeah, it's nuts that this was his first album, dude. I know! <laughs> it dropped on MySpace, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude! That's, that's like... even more insane. Dude. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, it was, it was basically, like, if... If this got released today, like the way it got released, it would have been like pay what you want on mm-hmm. Bandcamp. Yeah, yeah, it would have been one of those if this came out last year. Mm-hmm. It like that was the equivalent kind of energy. <sighs> Nuts, dude. And it's so wild because it's so fucking good. You know, it like, it, like fuck picking a top three for this album because it's like every there's I love every fucking song on this yeah. for various reasons. Mm-hmm. It's just so the music's so well written. It's so well recorded. But in it, which is bananas to say, because it has that very run down, like it sounds like it was recorded in a fucking hunting cabin, yeah, you know, because right. mm-hmm. it was, but that's what gives it, this album has a lot of charm to me. Mm-hmm. It's got that kind of solitude feel. It makes you in that head. It's not, not like, not like in a bad, bad sense, mm-hmm. but it puts you in that mindset yeah. of, mm-hmm. yo, this is like fucking, it fucking i can imagine we were just talking your sister went to see him yeah. in bed yeah she went to go see him in Ben like a month ago uh that they played and she said like she hadn't seen that many people falling i would have been weeping like a fucking child yeah <laughs> like that's insane like it's that powerful like the music especially yeah like you were saying it puts mm-hmm. you in that headspace of not like just what what's going on at the time with him and everyone can kind of personalize with that because we've all been through a shitty time at one point yeah so it's like healing dude like mm-hmm. it's it really is um she she said they he didn't play much of it he played skinny love of course of course but uh everything else on this is just amazing yeah like and it's all really individually him like he, yeah. he gets help from uh like some of his bandmates and his friends mm-hmm. but it was mainly like just him doing that. yeah and yeah. the one of the best things about it like it was enough that they highlighted on the wikipedia article for this is like the choral-esque sounding vocals mm-hmm. that was like inspired by the vienna boys choir and it's just like the falsetto he has too dude, to go along with that yeah, yeah. so like, he's just like doing eight takes of the choruses yeah. with just him basically fucking and giving it that chorus kind of sound which is just mm-hmm. insane it's mm-hmm. so well done so well done uh, all of his other stuff is really good too. Yeah, yeah the, the subtitle is pretty amazing. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Here, yeah, yeah. Twenty two a million. Uh, my sister told me to listen to that because that's her favorite album, mm-hmm. uh, and it's really good. Yeah, it's like very like you still say it's still very much him, but it has a lot more electronic hints. Okay, um, I'm down for it's, that. It's like kind of more experimenting because it was around the same time I think that he was working. Uh, on my beautiful dark Twisted fantasy, mm. Mm. so he had like inspiration from like Kanye's electronic like feel like that. Yeah. So it's also really good. Um, his most recent one, the Eye, right? Or what is it? Um, that one I, yeah. that has Hema on it. That that album's also really good. So yeah, all of this stuff's really good. Like all of his music, I think is it's good to get into for like folk. That yeah, absolutely. And it has, there's, it's just got, it's so unique, you know, that it's hard not to get into it once you start. That's, yeah, yeah, Boney, the self-titled, I was like, is that the one I'm thinking of? I, could, I only remember him by album 
art. Yeah. <laughs> is, oh, I was like, is that the self-titled? Yeah. yeah, the self-titled is my second favorite to this one. I haven't heard the one, the 22 a million. I don't think I've heard that one. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad that you guys liked it. I knew, Jake, you had some familiarity with it, and then I was like, of course, sad mimicking birds. Different <laughs> different sad mimicking yeah. birds. I like early Iron and Wine, too, but he, he stands alone in what he does, and this album yeah. is incredible. And to be your first album, and to be released like you were saying, the way it was on MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> and to still he still got momentum yeah. from that, and was able to, like you were saying also earlier, all the collaborations he's had to do, and yeah. had to do, you know? It's so cool that he's, he's grown so much to... And so many different genres that you pointed out there. Yeah. It, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm glad, out of all the albums I sold when I was being a fucking degenerate, I'm glad I didn't sell this one. I was like, yeah. for some reason I'll keep this. I was like, it's warped. I don't know. I'll do an art project with it or something. <laughs> or I'll get a piece of machinery that isn't a hand-me-down. And then, mm-hmm. hey, if you have an album that won't play, just get a better record player. Quit being poor. There you go. Just kidding. Just Words to live Do by. better. legit that's what it was I had a hand-me-down record player got a new one for Christmas like last year the year before boom fixed it this thing plays like fucking butter Mm -hmm. five dogs yeah five dogs is my name and I'm smooth like butter anyway (laughs) let's do top threes shall we let's do it okay I'll start us off honorable mentions for me the wolves great just uh that one was tough. That one I was like, it was between my top three and honorable mentions all week. Uh, blindsided the one right after it uh, for my second honorable mention. Three, two, one. Number three, Creature Fear. Love that one. Number two, Skinny Love. Don't even have to elaborate on that. It's his biggest fucking song for a reason. Uh, number one, uh, Lump Sum. Second song on it. Mm-hmm. Flume is a great way to nice. start it off, but into Lump Sum. Something about it, man. That's good. Uh, my honorable mention... Was team, great and one. Three to one, uh, restacks, and I had lump sum and blindsided. I like that as my top track. Hell yeah, such a good. I kept going back to that one. Hell yeah, lump sum is such a good song too. And wolves, yeah. Wolves. Uh, honorable mention, blindsided, and then three, two, one, uh, stacks. Uh, stacks is so for Emma. Yep. And then flu. Nice. Yeah, the end of the album is really, really, that's where it really gets you sad. Mm-hmm. Like, stacks, it's like, fuck. Yeah, it's like, you want to start bawling. Yeah. And then for Emma into that, you're just like, god damn it. Yeah. Son of a I bitch. went to Bend last week, and we were, we were listening to this a little bit. Like, I put a song or two. Hell yeah. On the way up. Nice. All the boys were crying. Absolutely. <laughs> As, absolutely. In synchronization. Like hug, hug a mijo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your nearest. <laughs> Anyways, that was my pick for this week. Uh, Boney Bears for Emma Forever Ago, released in 2008. Uh, we'll be right back to uh, put a good wrap up on this with Matt's pick for this week. It's what you spin. Okay, boys, let's go ahead and uh, wrap this baby up. But before we do that, we got one last album to talk about. Mm -hmm. One that I'm super fucking stoked to talk about. Uh, One that we, Matt and I, batted around which album from this particular artist would be brought up first. I'm glad he brought this one up. Uh, Anyways, what the hell am I referencing, Matt? (laughs) 
You're res- uh, referencing Pussifer's album from 2011 called Conditions of My Par- Parole, which that album cover says all you need to know. It's so... Uh, I just saw the back and I just it laughed. <laughs> it is so good. Billy D and Hildy Berger characters that Maynard plays. Uh, so if you know Maynard, you know Tool, you know Perfect Circle, and uh, all the music they do is great. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's something about Pussifer that's... A little bit different and yeah. I think it's the the different musicians that are in this band mm. coming from all different sorts of genres um, and when you have Maynard on a vocal it's like yeah. and I think this I I always reference it as like this is Maynard's like most creative c- control mm-hmm. out of yeah. his three projects mm-hmm. I kind of say it's like it's Maynard's Nine Inch Nails but he doesn't play instruments like it's mm-hmm. just like he it's like very much him in my opinion and I think that's kind of how it started was, you know, it was very much him. And I feel like for some reason, even the stuff that's come out since this, but particularly with this, it's just, it's so Maynard, mm-hmm. it feels like, you know, it it's got yeah. some aspects of Tool in it a mm-hmm. little bit. It's got some APC, but then Pussifer is with its its own thing. Mm-hmm. It, it always has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man. And I'm glad that like, this is actually, I just realized this as you were bringing it up. I was like, oh, this is the introduction of Pussifer which is like the last artist or like the last band of his that we have to bring mm-hmm. up that's true because yeah. we brought a tool uh, Perfect Circle and now Pussifer mm-hmm. so hell yeah mm-hmm. yeah I was interested in it because I like Tool mm-hmm. I liked the Perfect Circle when you brought that up so I saw this I saw the cover I looked at his other albums first because mm-hmm. I was like let me see what else, what else he's done crazy ass names <laughs> so I'm like okay like this is gonna be like I don't know experimental like funny I don't know going into it but yeah it's really good also mm-hmm. um, It you could tell yeah it is very much Maynard and his more creative kind of more thinking outside the box mm-hmm. with what he's doing um, I did like who he collaborated with on this too um, I forget her name um, but she had some vocals I wish she was in her Karina Round Yes, really yeah, good. Yeah, really good. I, I wish she was in more songs with mm-hmm. her vocals, but um, no, super good, super funny cover. Um, <laughs> everything about it, yeah, was was good. Uh, some at some points, I feel like um, it wasn't too memorable. Some songs, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it was pretty good listening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was good that I liked. I liked it. Yeah, a lot of the song structures are the same, um, but I feel like his lyrics are so funny. And yeah, they change yes. throughout each of the songs that you just kind of yeah. go on a journey. Um, and like I was saying when I started off, uh, the musicians that are on this album, you know, Tim Alexander from Primus is drumming on some of the tracks. They, got, he works oh, with Pussifer a lot, yeah, actually. On the first album, too. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, you can definitely hear the drumming, and it stands out pretty well. Um, he's got banjo in there, mandolin, and a, a, boot, a bukla. I don't have a picture to show the audience, but this crazy synth module that's like a $15,000 program. Jesus. Just turning knobs and stuff, so... So many, cool, so many cool instruments. You know, the banjo and that thing, and the electronic, and you can all you can hear all those different instruments and elements coming together on this album. Um, and for me, it was an album that kind of inspired this tattoo that I got. Um, mm-hmm. uh, kind of related to my buddy that had cancer, and um, yeah, such yeah. a good album. It is so such good. A good album. It was. I was telling this to Matt. I had heard telling ghosts off of this mm-hmm. and hadn't listened to the full album and then I saw it it like skipped back when that was open mm-hmm. and I was like it was I got it so early on in, in me collecting 
that it was the first time I bought an album just off of the premise that I liked one song. And I was like, no, I'll fuck, if I like that one, there's got to be other stuff I like. I like Pussifer. Mm-hmm. Just hadn't heard this album. And so I just, it was the first time I spent 25, 30 bucks for one song basically at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Hey, it was worth it though. I That's how I got into this album was just buying the record basically. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I did. Pissed I sold it. I'm yeah. glad I did it at one point. <laughs> now, this, this album shows her progression too, I think. Mm-hmm. With the first album, Via Spray Viagra, which is a great album too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is either the third or fourth album from that. Um, the progression and the song structures on this one are so good. Right. Um, they're solid. He's got Nine Inch Nail band members in there helping him out, doing a little stuff too. So you can definitely hear that that influence there. Yeah. A bit. And it was, they, Pussifer, at least before this, you know, they were very much like just releasing EPs. Like yeah. everything mm-hmm. was an EP. You know, mm-hmm. like the Don't Shoot the Messenger EP, C is four mm-hmm. is basically an yep. EP. Uh, and then the Donkey Punch one, which was all the covers and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was like that thing's just gonna keep falling off if I keep fidgeting with it. Um, <laughs> God damn it! I'm eight. I'm fucking eight years old. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> so to have like a full length album of theirs mm-hmm. showed, you know, and it was very, you're very right on the nose there. Is that it was showed their progression. Mm-hmm. It did show their progression very well. I got to see them live uh, once for this tour. And really, probably one of the best shows I've ever been to, based on the performance. You know. And, Usually it's about the musicians, you know, doing playing their instruments, but it was about the performance and how it started. And it was like, I was the only one there and it was sold out, but that's how it felt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was very specific, no cameras, no phones. And like, you were <laughs> kicked out right away if that happened. So Hell there was yeah. this big, like in the beginning before the show started, he comes on the big screen and like this, uh, some Maynard character, like some general bullshit yelling at us not to use our phones, <laughs> scaring the shit out of us. Uh, and then coming out on stage and just talking to us before they even started the show. Just kind of chilling, setting up like a fake campfire and just sitting in their chairs, bullshitting before they even started playing. It was it was so cool. Wow. Uh, yeah, I wish I could have took pictures or some sort of video. <laughs> That's yeah, unreal. That's, but maybe that's why I remember it so vividly because I wasn't doing that. Yeah. So again, one of the better shows I've ever been to. Uh, very cool experience. Very. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. That. Damn, dude. Ah, shit. It's like, you ever hear about a show and you're like, I wish I could go back in time and fucking yeah. do it? Or like see pictures or something. It's something. Like, you have to be there. Yeah. Like it's one yeah. of those moments. I like that when, when artists do that. It's like, mm-hmm. you have to be in the moment. Be like, yeah. you know. It's going to be us next month. Right? Because that's the same oh, shit man. he does for Tool. Uh, it's going to be so fun. Oh, we'll have to tell the We'll have to tell the folks about that after the. So we got some stuff coming up. We got some stuff. Some stuff on the horizon. But uh, no, let's. I, I kind of want to talk about some of these fucking songs. Man. Yeah. Because it's weird. It's the. I think the way it starts off so soft. You're like, is the song even playing? Yeah. And you're waiting for that to to kind of kick in. Yeah, tiny monsters mm-hmm. in the green valley. Mm-hmm. It's like starts off. It's like. The song structure, or the way they laid the album out at the beginning is so fucking weird to me, but it's, it captures you in a different way than, you know, Kiwanuka. Kiwanuka was like, oh, this, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Let me get into it. You know, it grabs you from track one. This, it's like, why is this soft song and then hard song, soft, hard, you know, mm-hmm. that duality happening? Like, what am I listening to? Is this one? Is this like a compilation of multiple artists right. type of thing? But it it works so well. And I remember I just listened to the I listened 
to the first side of this like three times over when I bought it because I was like, what the fuck are these first four songs? I was like, this is so sick. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I felt exactly that because like knowing Maynard's on this, I'm like, okay, my mm-hmm. first instinct is gonna it's gonna be like rock it's gonna be something tool related or plus yeah. for, or not plus for like perfect circle yeah that's what i was thinking i was like it's gonna be that for sure and then yeah you hear some of these songs and it's complete opposite and i'm at first i was like this is kind of like you know like whatever mm-hmm. but the more you listen to it that's what you appreciate about it it's mm-hmm. like this you could tell it's very much he's not trying to make it sound like those uh bands mm-hmm. it's yeah, very it's different mm-hmm. so he's he's making it a lot more like free with how he's creating the music and instead of it being like just rock based for tool mm-hmm. and like same thing for perfect circle this is like he'll have songs that yeah, are higher and then songs that are a lot more mellow um a song like green valley it's a lot more up pace same thing mm-hmm. with um telling ghosts mm-hmm and then Man Overboard also mm-hmm. it's like some of those songs are a lot more calmer mm-hmm. that you could expect as like a Tool fan so I was like mm-hmm. thrown off at first about it but that's what that's what's to love about it mm-hmm. yeah what's like about it I think it's him full expression too like you guys are all saying like he gets to do his own thing and it's more of like almost like comedic rock in a sense if you listen to the first album especially lyrically you're like what the fuck is he talking about yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I is hilarious. <laughs> I love the song "Conditions of My Parole." The yeah. title track for this album, yeah, is so catchy, but the lyrics are so fucking so absurd. Funny. Like it's like I was listening to <laughs> it multiple times this week, <laughs> and then I was playing Diablo and listening to this this morning, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like it took me like I was just distracted. I was like, "The lyrics to this are just so funny every time." I've been listening to this album for like nine years, and it still makes me laugh my yeah. ass off every time. Man but it's like he's like not he's not taking himself too seriously exactly you know? mm-hmm. like exactly right he makes yeah. fun of it yeah. and that's what's funny about it mm-hmm. it is very like if you go and listen to the rest of the catalog or even look at the album covers for everything mm-hmm. it's all just a joke feels it, like it mm-hmm. it feels the like C is for and then I was like I remember when I bought yeah. B is for Viagra and I remember playing it on my way home from Best Buy I'm like what's what's going on yeah yeah and <laughs> like, my... i was expecting like like you said that tool or apc kind of vibe mm-hmm. and it was not that at all and it took me a minute to wrap my head around it but yeah. eventually you're like it's maynard i mean the vocal hits and you're like all right yeah pussifer is my dad's favorite maynard project is it like yeah really? he likes tool he likes the perfect circle more than tool but he pussifer is his favorite and he did the same thing with V's for Viagra and V's for Vagina. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just thought it was so funny. He's like, this this stuff kicks ass. And it just, it really does feel like you're just getting a joke played on you the oh, whole time. Because that. it's like, C's for insert sophomoric penis or geni- male genitalia reference yeah. here. <laughs> and then this, the album covers a Jesus statue. I'll Hold plug it in here. A yeah. toilet paper. Yeah, the great. It's so funny. And this is just a perfect. It's like, hey, let's put something out, and oh man, it's just so funny, but it's so well written. It really, you don't understand. Like yeah. listening to this album in particular, like you like, don't want to like it, but you you love it, and you end up catching on. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's hilarious, and you know, monsoons is. Mm-hmm such a beautiful song and I love it but then you're like what the hell is like so wine and vine can yeah. care like what the hell does that even mean you can tell he was starting to make wine pretty seriously at yeah. this point 
because he's just got a bunch of weird ass references. I fucking love it though. It's one of my favorite albums. It's one of the biggest regrets of me selling. Uh, but yeah, thanks for getting thanks for yeah, bringing it up. Bringing it back. Bringing Where did back you it. find this? Did you order this or? I got it last year for Christmas. I'd had it before from oh, that friend that passed away. Um, but I got rid of it when I got rid of my catalog, and I was like, eh, I need to get it again. Yeah. And seeing you bust it out made me go, fuck. Yeah. Well, you can find it. Jump. I know. There's a way. I will. There's a way. I will. Hey, we already talked about it. All three of us I ain't bought records in a while, okay? <laughs> Shall we top three? Let's top three it up. Fuck uh, it. Take us off, baby. Honorable mention for me was Horizons. Uh, mm-hmm. Something about that song just makes me stop and go, hmm. hmm. Uh, then 321, The Weaver. I love the l- lyrics in that song. Uh, two is Monsoons. And then number one, I know it's a very kind of a repetitive track on the album, but uh, it's got kind of a hidden meaning for my friend uh, Oceans. It's my favorite Oceans. track. Yeah. Great one. Nice. That was I, that was my honorable mention, Oceans. I like that in Tumbleweed. Mm-hmm. I like that it ended with that too. Um, top three, uh, Man Overboard. Yeah. Uh, number two, Green Valley. And then my favorite was Doma. Hell yeah. Honorable mentions for me Green Valley and The Rapture uh, That one was good Number three for me is The Weaver Same reasons I mm-hmm. That was one I had forgotten about Until I re-listened to this and I was like oh, I forgot how cool that song was uh, Number two Telling Ghosts was the first one I heard off of this And then number one I fell back in love with Monsoons This, this uh, past couple weeks So Monsoons is my number one Sweet Sweet. Good picks. I'm glad you guys liked it. Oh yeah, we had been talking because we kept Matt, you and I kept being like, well, "What are we gonna bring up uh, for Pussifer? Which one should we do? Should we do like an EP day so we can bring up one of those, or you know?" And I'm, I was like, "Man, I would." You and I were both like, uh, "Which one would we bring up?" And I was like, ah, "I don't know. I don't think we ever finished that conversation." No, and then you were just like, "Fucking, I'm bringing up conditions," and yeah. I was so happy. So thanks for bringing it up, man. Yes, sir. That was. Conditions of My Parole by Pussifer, released in 2011, which was Matt's pick for this week, this fella. We're going to go ahead and uh, give you guys some news here in a couple seconds and uh, let you all know what's coming on next episode of What You Spinning. This has been episode 58. Well, we've got some cool things coming down the pipe, so I just wanted to take a quick second here before we dive into or introduce what we're going over next episode. Uh, After episode 60, episode 60 will be our last episode for a while of the typical formula of bringing up albums and reviewing them. We're going to be doing a 32-album hip-hop bracketology that we've been crafting since what like episode 45 For a while, man. yeah like episode 40 we've been playing this uh gonna have some guests on gonna be single elimination tournament you know we're creating a playlist with our the three of us went through and picked 32 albums we're picking a song off of each to put on a playlist to kind of that'll be our review process and then we'll have them duke it out to the death uh that'll be probably starting mid-October, end of October, maybe. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so, because we'll have mm-hmm. 59, 60. Yeah, so it'll be like November. By the time that starts, shit, we can do spooky albums in October then. Cool. Now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. 
59. Yeah, 60. We can all do a spooky album. Yeah, that one. If you pick mine, I'm going to stab you. That one. March Madness hits. March Madness. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, it's essentially 32 team bracket hip hop albums from stuff we have covered on the show, stuff we haven't covered on the show. And not genre specific to hip hop. It's everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's new stuff, old stuff, Mm -hmm. all, all the good shit. It'll be. It'll be very fun, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to yeah, it, personally. So the bracket's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's looking real good. We went through, and I drew one on paper, and we just went down the line, like, round robin, like, I pick this one, I do this one, and then I went and did uh, a randomizer. I found, like, a teaching, like, a kindergarten teacher resource that was, like, <laughs> putting names on a wheel, and I was like, fuck yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Nice. And so I just spun, and then that's what made the the matchups. Uh, and I guess in that vein, uh, on October 9th, the three of us are going to go see Arm & Hammer up in Portland. That's going to be fucking sick. Yes. Shout out, Matt, for yes. securing those ticks. Yes. Uh, and we'll Scary. Be, we'll be doing a little bit of a vlog for that. I'll be taking some yeah, video of our, of our trek up there and then of the show. And then, mm-hmm. of course, just like when we all went and saw Floater on New Year's Eve, we'll come back to the show and... Uh, review it you know and that'll be kind of right in line with the hip-hop bracketology thing so uh yeah that's i'm pretty stoked for that i know you guys are and i'm sure y'all will appreciate it we're just gonna just gonna break it up a little bit okay Mm -hmm. okay and then we'll be right back to the normal formula that being said speaking of the normal formula let's go ahead and tell the people what we've got coming next jake what do you got my man yeah, so I'm going to go hip-hop. I'm going to jump the gun. Uh, 2003, the Neptunes. Clones. Right. Some, uh, bangers. It's kind of, we're leading, we're still, I mean, are we in summer still? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm still yeah. saying we are with our I music still, picks. It's, it's sunny outside. Out. Yeah, it's still sunny out, so. Yeah. This very much gives me the summer vibes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, some good old hip-hop. Hell yeah. Beautiful. Um. Fuck. <laughs> Inquired minds want to know. I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm really trying to make a game time decision right now. I've got two in my head. <sighs> Fuck it. I'm gonna go with the one that I've been thinking about for a couple of days now. I'm going "Live the Dream" by Ramshackle Glory, which I believe was released in 2011. Uh, some good old folk punk for you. Uh, Pat the Bunny, one of the bigger figures in the back in the day. Uh, for folk punk, uh, one of his many groups that he was in, uh, yeah, Ramshackle Glory, Live the Dream. Heck yeah! I don't think I've heard of that. And he says it's like a it's uh, no folk punk. Folk so punk. like AJJ, but with less structure. Very cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's very interesting. I'm I'm a big fan. I think y'all will be too. But well, what do you got? I got kind of a not piggyback off yours, but. Going a little bluegrass jazz mm. from a group uh, called Bella Fleck and the Flecktones. Okay. The album's called Live at the Quick from 2002. It Ooh. is a live album, but uh, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> hey, we liked it when you brought up another Stony Evening. Yeah. Yeah. Live at the Quick? Yep. Cool. Um, 2002. Uh, I think you guys will enjoy it. There's some uh, singing towards okay. the end, uh, yeah. but most instrumental jazz, bluegrass. It's yeah, kind of a cool yeah. combination of both worlds. Okay. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. That'll be tight. I like that. I like that. Neptune's Bella Fleck and the Flecktones. 
All right, and ransackle <laughs> glory. Um, a lot of once again, we kind of we kind of didn't mention it with this episode's picks, but we were kind of all over the place with these, and we're mm-hmm. all over the place with the ones for next time. Uh, I'm super stoked. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk more on uh, episode 59. This has been what you spend in episode 58. We'll see y'all later. As per usual, I'm Dorian. That's Matt. That's Jake. Thanks for stopping by. Deuces. <laughs>